Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. I am Dr. Nick Myers. Today is June the 14th, 2022, and I hope everyone out there is having a great and safe day. So before I get started, I just want to say welcome to all of the new members of the Instagram group and welcome to the new members of the Facebook group, Facebook group and to the Facebook page. So I hope you enjoy yourself. I hope you click around, you know, here and there and see what's in the page and get some nice conversations started. So today I want to talk about something called semen retention. And it goes by several other names, including quidditch reservists, seminal conservation, and sexual continence. But for the sake of discussion today, let's just call it semen retention. So the questions are, are there any mental benefits to it? Are there any physical benefits to it? Or can it actually be harmful to you? So let's talk about that today. To get this conversation started, I just want to say that there are many people out there who believe that this concept is fairly new and it's the newest thing since sliced bread. But in reality, this idea has been around for a few hundred years already, to the point where there is an old Taoist belief from back in the 16th century where they felt that learning, learning how to control how often you ejaculate by, by abstaining from ejaculation, they felt that it allowed the energy from your sperm to return back to your brain and give it its much needed energy. And just to bring it back to a more current time frame, one Reddit user back in 2020 wrote, it all seems that all organs begin to fail when you excessively ejaculate. It's scary to witness. Having not ejaculated for three years, this user claims that all of its symptoms, which included gastrointestinal issues, bloating, light sensitivity, the inability to be productive, intense fatigue, lack of ambition, depression, anger outbursts, and about a dozen more health issues are now all gone. Well, with all of that said, what are some of the benefits of semen retention? So when it comes to mental health, some of the benefits are you're supposed to have more confidence and self-control, you're supposed to be less anxious and depressed. You are supposed to feel more motivated. It also says you have better memory, better concentration, and overall better cognitive function. When it comes to physical health, you're supposed to have greater vitality, increased muscle growth, thicker hair and a deeper voice, and improved sperm quality. And finally, when it comes to your spiritual health, you're supposed to have a deeper relationship with a higher power, you're supposed to have a stronger life force, and finally, you are supposed to have overall better happiness. So for me, my next logical question involved, if there was any sort of published research out there that could support all of those health benefits that I mentioned a second ago. And I went through and I found a few articles but of course, you can decide what you want to pick and choose as I read them. So let's get started. There was a study back in 2018 that found that after an, a sexual abstinence period of less than one day, rather than having a longer period of sexual abstinence, 
is related to sperm motility or linked to improvement in sperm motility. There was a study way back in 2017 where the researchers found that androgen receptors or hormone receptors in the brain, which help your body to make use of testosterone, were lower with frequent masturbation. There was a small study in 2003 where the researchers found a link between ejaculation and changes in testosterone levels. And they found that among the 28 people who they studied, their testosterone levels peaked around the seventh day of abstinence. There was a small study back in 2001. They found an elevated level of testosterone in participants who abstained from masturbation for more than three weeks. And finally, there was a study back in, two, back in 2000 on male athletes. They found that sexual activity did not have a harmful effect on their athletic performance, but having sex two hours before actually did. And just a quick note before I move on, because I happen to notice the terminology of this research is not consistent and I'm not sure what to even think about it. Because in some cases they're talking about sexual intercourse and they're not talking about abstinence or something like that. So when they use the word abstinence, are they talking about abstinence from masturbation, abstaining from sexual intercourse or abstaining from ejaculation? So in other words, you have to be really careful when you're going through this research because it's the fine print that can really throw you off sometimes. So with that said, let's talk about some other health benefits of ejaculation because it seems like these studies were actually done in a better and more proper way. So first off, there was a big study back in 2004 that found when men ejaculated more than 21 times a month, the chance of them developing prostate cancer actually decreased by 33%. Number two, if you ejaculate, it actually helps keep your genital muscles toned. So in other words, when you ejaculate, it works your pelvic floor muscles, and that actually in turn could help decrease your chance of dealing with incontinence and erectile dysfunctions. Number three, it's not a bad idea to masturbate and ejaculate before your sex partner shows up. So what I mean by that is, especially if you haven't had sex in a while, if you masturbate before you, your partner gets there, it takes that edge off. So therefore, when you start to engage in sexual activity with your partner, you will last longer because that need to ejaculate is no longer there. Number four, it can actually help you sleep better. Many people don't know this, but when you orgasm and you, and you also ejaculate, your body releases chemicals like prolactin, serotonin, and oxytocin into the brain, which are typically related to feelings of happiness and relaxation. So in other words, if you're finding that you're tossing and turning at night and you really can't sleep, try to masturbate or have sex and ejaculate, and it will help you to fall asleep. And finally, number five, through masturbation and orgasm, you can actually learn how you like to be touched. And this way, you can actually tell your partner to touch you this way, this way, but not like this, because you actually know what, what you like and how you like to be touched, and therefore you can share it with your partner during 
two-partnered sexual activity. So before I go, I just want to mention one quick thing. Please do not confuse the semen retention movement with this whole NoFap movement, and N-O-F-A-P movement, because that is more related to porn addiction and other health addictions, and they're trying to get men to stop watching porn, whereas semen retention is about something completely different. So please do not confuse these two issues. And just to turn the page really quickly, there was a gentleman at menshealth.com who attempted to not ejaculate for 60 days. And this is what happened to him. He said, I vowed to myself that I wouldn't ejaculate for 60 days, but that's not what happened. Somehow around day 37, I had such a powerful nocturnal, nocturnal emission that it woke me up and I suddenly remembered how magical ejaculation felt. The next day it was all over. I masturbated three times and then I was back to shooting my load daily. So in closing, I really, I really would like to know what are some of your thoughts about this idea and concept of semen retention. And granted, I really did not find anything in the data that said it was harmful. The data that was talking about its benefits was kind of questionable and not really well done. And secondly, I want to say this too. It seems like the body has a failsafe for ejaculation and it's called a nocturnal emission or a wet dream. So going back to something I read about 10 minutes ago where that guy mentioned he had not orgasmed or ejaculated in about three years, I really would like to know how many wet dreams this guy actually had. And then finally, I want to say that believe it or not, you actually can have an orgasm and not, and not ejaculate. And then on the flip side, you can have, you can ejaculate and not orgasm. And there's a whole technique to doing that. I will probably do a PSA on that later on, but that's later on. So on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned.